Are you cruising through life not always knowing what direction you were headed? Let Live On Purpose with Dr. Paul Jenkins be your guide. Live On Purpose will give you insights into your life and show you how you can become the driver and captain of it. No more aimless wandering. By learning the principles that govern happiness and wealth, you will be able to make personal progress that you have only dreamed possible. And now, here's your host, the shrink who expands your life, Dr. Paul. Hello, friends. Good to be back with you. This is Live on Purpose Radio. I am Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. And I'm here to do that again for you, if, if at all possible. And I think it's going to be not only possible, but likely today. Because I have some guests in the studio that I'm very excited about. I am about to spend the whole weekend with them. Because we're heading off to do a little couples retreat through Creation Tree Coaching and a new brand that I'm going to tell you about in just a few minutes. Uh, let me introduce my guests. And the first guest, actually, you know what, Ross? That is a really good title for you. The first guest. Nice. Because like when, when we started Live on Purpose Radio, you guys can go back through the archives and you'll see the first show was called Thoughts Become Things. And my guest on that show was my business partner, my good friend and associate, Ross Moore. Say hello, Ross. Hey, everybody. It's nice to be back. To be back, and that means a lot of things this week, because you were gone all last week, having all kinds of fun in Southern California with a fabulous group called... CEO Space. CEO Space. And that leads to our other guests, who are seated over here to my right, if you're picturing this in your mind. I know this is radio, and it doesn't matter what the visual images are, but just picture these guys over here to my right. We have Carol and Robert Pope. Say hello, folks. Hello. Hey, how's it you. going? Thanks for having us. We've got you guys sharing the same mic over there. <laughs> yeah, that'll be close-knit, up close. Co- there you go. Couple stop. The whole, whole conversation-wise. Well, we did a show not too long ago about increasing fondness in marriage. <laughs> and I had Dr. Jason Adams on the show with me for that one. And, and know you know Jason, him. Yes. You know Dr. Jason. And he'll be with us this weekend as well. We're excited for this event. Carol and Robert are, I'm not sure if I'm going to get this all right, but they're the, like the head honchos <laughs> for the local chapter of CEO Space, chapter club, whatever we're going to call that. But uh, I met you folks a couple of weeks ago, maybe yes, as much as a month ago. ago. It's uh, and, and a little introductory event where one of the faculty or and he may be a founder. You he's, guys don't he's have the founder. He yeah. is the, the founder. The founder and chairman. It, uh, wow. He's the okay. big guns. Now man. I'm impressed. His <laughs> name's Bernie Dorman, and he had come here to Utah to do a little introductory event together with you folks for CEO Space, and that was my first introduction to it other than what Ross has told me. There are some really exciting things about what you guys are doing that I want to call our listeners' attention to today. But uh, maybe I could just turn it over to Carol and Robert for just a few minutes to tell us a little bit more about yourselves. Who are you people anyway? And why are you on Live On Purpose Radio? (laughs) Thank you. Is that fair enough? (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'll jump in here first. Go ahead, Carol. So um, we actually got involved with CEO Space, uh, formerly known as IBI Global, about six and a half years ago. This is, we're coming up on our seventh year this summer. 
And uh, it has been a training, an entrepreneurial training that has really completely changed our whole entire outlook on what's possible in the world of business and finance. And um, this past year, it'll be a year in April, uh, we took on the assignment of being the club presidents for the state of Utah. And so we hold a weekly networking, we call it a super networking event every Wednesday and give mm-hmm. people the opportunity to come and check us out, check out our members and do some networking and find out mm-hmm. what CEO space might provide for them. Okay. And you know what, Carol? <laughs> that that person seated right next to you and sharing the mic with you mm-hmm. is the one who first kind of started to explain to me what this concept of CEO space is. Mm-hmm. And before I jump into that, though, Robert, you better say a few things about who you are. Well, thank you. I always let Carol do this talking up front because it saves so much time in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> she covers it pretty she well. She does very she? well with that. My, yeah. uh, He's my right-hand man, that's why. My background is I've been involved in healing for many, many years as a chiropractor. 30 years now. 30 years so. as a chiropractor. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. been fascinating to watch that journey. And mm-hmm. from that place, I noticed that what was important for me was healing and what caused mm-hmm. healing was the shift in awareness, shift in consciousness, shift in belief systems. And one of the core of all problems with, with health and is finances, people, how they relate mm-hmm. to money and how mm-hmm. they make money in their relationship to work. CEO space came along just at the right time for me when I was lost. I was at the end of my ropes as far as what am I going to do business wise? Mm-hmm. There were some things that I was dealing with and, it was time to actually have a complete turnaround in those paradigms. I have practiced as a sole practitioner, which is mean I have me as a boss. Mm. And I used to tell it this way. The problem with that is my boss was an idiot. He didn't know what he was doing. And it was pretty clear he was very comfortable working with the, the patient. But when it came to actually running the business, that was a completely different dynamic. CEO space began to open up my eyes, what was possible in that arena, and then began to teach me what I didn't know about business and the part about Mm -hmm. that I didn't know is I didn't know I didn't know it Mm -hmm. until I actually got into the environment and began to listen to other people and I had no idea that that's how business ran or that was was possible to create alliances Mm -hmm. and work cooperatively versus competitively in a marketplace that was extraordinary and so Mm -hmm. over the years we've been privileged to have a lot of training and development with the organization meet an extraordinary number of people from all mm-hmm. over the world who participate in this uh, national event, this international event that we hold five times a year in Los Angeles. And mm-hmm. it, was mm-hmm. ex- it was just so exciting to have Ross there this week and to watch him and his son explore what was possible again. Uh, that was his second time in the space, but with this first time with his son. And they didn't that, right. they yeah. created a little mm-hmm. bit of attention over there, didn't and they? It was really a lot of fun. I've got this uh, red-headed 10-year-old boy Mm-hmm. who's uh, had me reading Robert Kiyosaki to him ever since he was seven years old. Oh my. And, um, mm. I, you know, I had this, this extra ticket to go to CEO space that I had intended for my wife. And she ended up not being able to go. But I thought, let's take him and see if we can't turn this time in, in CEO space in the forum. Um, in addition to using it as a, as a networking opportunity to hyper-grow my business at Creation Tree Coaching and now Balanced Executive International, but also to use it as, as constructive time to build my relationship with my son mm. and get him some of this training and some of this networking and, and have him come um, work on a project that he's been working on. He's, he's been writing a book, which is a, a fantasy novel for kids 
that specifically is teaching kids to to um, cooperate with each other rather than compete with each other, right? And the whole conflict of the story gets resolved when all the different factions of, 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 of elves and dwarves and all these people get together and, and cooperate to defeat the bad guy, right? Um, and so he went and... and Did clear about who the bad guy is first. Well, right? exactly, right. So he, he, he started off extraordinarily nervous about having, having to talk to a bunch of serious adults, right, about his project and, and what he was looking for and what he needed next. Um, but slowly, and he, he did it, and, and, and he got into some of, the, some of the things that they teach are, are fun and zany ways to let people know what you do and what you're looking for to, to get that to grow and how you can help them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. after he did that for the first time, he came back, having been just completely nervous and shaking the first few times he told people what he was doing, he came back saying, Dad, I love that. That was great. Mm-hmm. And the whole That's rest right. of the week, he was networking with people. Mm-hmm. He was learning about about building a business. The real, and he's ten, you mm-hmm. know. And everyone was so wonderful uh, and supportive of, of his dream and his goal. He got a lot of stuff going on. Um, the the greatest thing for us was that we spent ten days together. He and I mm. in this growth environment, where he 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 built a new network of people who were supportive of, of him. That's his idea of what business people are now. Right. And now I know that he's going to be able to go into the world if, if we continue growing this way together and uh, and do great things. I want to jump on something you just said, Ross. You said growth environment and you just glossed over it like everybody knows what that means. And Robert, you did the same thing when you said the space. <laughs> and, and That's think, your job as okay. the moderator to catch that stuff and to clean it up. Right. Well, and I'm the, I'm the one in this room who's the newest to this whole CEO space idea. And Robert, when you and I were talking about this several weeks ago, you explained to me that this is a place where where we create a space that allows businesses to thrive. And we do that through nurturing the executive in a way that they have everything that they need right at the ready. And I'm remembering a conversation I had with Leslie Householder about this. I can't remember if it was on this podcast or not, but you guys can rewind and listen to that one if you want to and find out. It, it came from a concept that's taught by Bob Proctor, and Rosh, you helped to point that out to me today, about a seed. And a specific example would be an acorn. That acorn has everything inside of it. The pattern is there to create an oak tree, and that's amazing. But when, when the seed is in the right context, if it's in an, a growth environment, if it's in the space that is conducive to its germination, it doesn't have to go around you know, scrambling to grab up leaf molecules and bark molecules and, how am I going to build this tree? Oh my gosh, I've got to go find everything I need. It's immediately available to it. It's just there. And all it has to do is do its thing and do it the way it's supposed to. And then all of the environment is there. It's in the space, Mm -hmm. so to speak, that allows it to thrive. Mm -hmm. And that's my understanding of what this concept is. Is that fair? Very well spoken. That's that's been my experience. When we started, when I started... um, when I was introduced to CEO Space, it was about, like I said, almost seven years ago. And I was working in a bookstore for $7.50 an hour. I'd been a stay-at-home mom and a performing artist my whole life and knew absolutely nothing about the business aspect of showbiz, even though I was, you know, pretty mm-hmm. accomplished on stage. <laughs> right. 
And, uh, and it really is an environment that allows any person on any level to go in and learn what this free enterprise is all about and how to play in that game mm-hmm. and succeed. And it's, it's beautiful to work with uh, so many cooperative individuals who are there to assist you and help you as you reach to, that, to move to that next level. And, you know, these guys are being very modest, but they haven't yet told you that the, the people that are at the CEO Space Forum five times a year in Los Angeles are, the faculty in particular, are, are world-class mm-hmm. trainers of Fortune 100 companies. These folks, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, uh, it's often said that, that you probably could not afford to hire these people if you were going to just try to hire them to consult for your business. But mm-hmm. by going to the forum... I've been just amazed by, I've literally become friends with the, the creme to the creme of, of people who know what's going on and how to take your business to the next level. Mm. And that creates this, this growth environment That's or right. the space where you can thrive. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of other concepts that I really want to hit in our next few segments. So stick with us. We'll be right back. This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com. Morebetterbooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on morebetterbooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of The Dog Poop Initiative. This best-smelling book could change your life forever. It certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States and in Israel and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hidden messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great, these titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose. This is Dr. Paul. You've heard me talk about a lot of things on this show, and I've interviewed some pretty amazing guests. I love what I do, and one of the nearest things to my heart is my role as a husband and father. I've worked a lot with others who place a strong emphasis on family, and I feel this is my primary purpose, to help others save and enrich their key relationships. It's in this spirit that I invite you parents to join me for a free weekly dose of parental power. Register for this free teleconference at drpaul.org or send me an email at drpaul at creationtreecoaching.com you will receive an email with the call-in number and access code. The calls are live every Tuesday morning from 11.30 to 12 o'clock Mountain Time. I'd love to be part of your parenting team. You know, as we were finishing up that last segment, it it felt almost like we're doing this infomercial for CEO space. <laughs> which, uh, uh, and thank you very much for that. That's, that's what you thought we that were was doing. That's really right? good. I don't. 
Well, we'll, we'll move to another topic. Here's the thing, you know, uh, Live on Purpose Radio is all about bringing principles to the listeners that allow them to live on purpose, which has a nice little double meaning. It means that you have a purpose and that you do it intentionally. So Live on Purpose is all about, I, I, I'm actually thinking about something you said in the first segment, Robert, when you said that there are things that you didn't know you didn't know. That's Got a peach right. in spinach. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there are things that you know that you know. There's things that you know that you don't know, like how to perform brain surgery and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then there are other things that you don't know that you don't know. And there's so much in that realm of knowledge that we're barely chipping away at it. And you'll have discoveries all the time. Mm-hmm. This was your experience, Robert, when you got into CEO space. And you know how to, how to align or adjust someone's spine, but you didn't know much about what, what business was all about or how to, how to maximize your ability to create value in this world mm-hmm. and how to work cooperatively with other people to do that. So I'm thinking, let's, let's pick up on one of those little topics cooperation versus competition because this is one of the principles that that really is the foundation of ceo space and what you guys are doing who wants to take that i see three people over here chomping at the bit carol is raising her (laughs) hand and we're going to defer to you for a minute will you just talk about that as a concept for a few minutes you know i think as humans we're trained in competition uh innocently but we hear concepts from the time that we're young about playing in cooperation. We talk about forming teams and we, you know, play athletics and, and we have teams, but we do so in competition. And um, so it's this, it's this fun uh, experience when you actually walk into one of our free enterprise forums and the operative word that you, words that you will hear time and time again are, tell me about what you're working on and tell me what you're looking for next. I mean, those are the things that Mm. every person wants to know. How can I help you? What do you need next? And it's like, we want to know what is the very next thing so we can check that one off and go to the next thing and check that off. And Mm -hmm. in a cooperative environment, especially when we're there to see how many people we can serve, not just ourselves, but those people in our, in our database, those people in our, um, Res, uh, what do you call that? <laughs> I, I that call it know. my human collection. There you go. <laughs> or you know what? There's a new phrase that I'm really liking since, uh, I don't know if I shared with the listeners or not, but we had a death in the family recently. My grandfather passed away. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is timely and appropriate uh, given, you know, the long, rich life that he lived and he struggled with Alzheimer's for quite some time. But he has quite a posterity now. And as we were gathered there for the funeral, my my father made a comment about the, I I think he used the term human treasury. Hmm. Or this is is the treasury. You are the treasury. He kept going around to all of us saying, you are the treasury. And, And I know my grandfather well enough to know that that was the only thing that really mattered to him was these loving relationships. And so I've been thinking about that concept more and that that's what what you just triggered for me carol is we've got this human treasury mm-hmm. and i've i've commented before on the show about how i'm collecting people mm-hmm. and i love to add people to my collection i'm glad you're part of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
this is the human yeah. treasury and there are always resources within your human treasury that you will be stumped how the heck you're going to bring whatever resource it is into your life to solve a particular problem until you go to your human treasury mm -hmm. because you will find the answers there mm -hmm. when you may not find it in your bank account. You may not find it in your fund of knowledge, yeah. but you will find it in your human treasury. And if you can increase that, wow, how powerful is that? Well spoken. That's exactly right. We, we look how, we look for ways of how we can scout for one another. So we're listening from the place of, if I can't assist this person and if they don't have what I'm looking for, who do I know that mm -hmm. might? Or what can I do to uh, assist them in moving forward faster? Um, so it, it's, it's very interesting. I, I noticed that it's almost like watching a divine play of a higher power moving people and placing them with one mm -hmm. another and just miraculous things happen when people go with the intention of really serving mm -hmm. one another and being of assistance to as many people as they possibly can this and this is where the paradigm shift happens mm -hmm. because a lot of people when they think about business they're thinking naturally in terms of well what do i need yeah, we call it, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? <laughs> how am I going to go get what I want? And how am I going to get it before that guy does? Mm -hmm. So what you're pointing to is that there would have to be a background belief of scarcity. That's right. Mm -hmm. And if there's not enough and there's a limited supply out there, I have to do whatever I need to to get it first. To and get if I mine. have to stop, you know, step on you, run over you, cheat you, or whatever it may be to get what I need, I may have to do that. Because I'm really concerned about it. I'm doing that from the place of still surviving. Mm -hmm. I may have to step on you to make sure my kids get a, a living that they make. I'd rather your kids starve than mine. Well, yeah. that's right. <laughs> and Isn't that awful? It's but, kind of bad. But you can, you can hear how that's a, a natural tendency that we have been uh, kind of that we've inherited in some uh -huh. ways. Or programmed it in somehow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. been consistently in the background. Since we were little, mm -hmm. there was not enough. That whole paradigm that was that our parents grew up in. There was this scarcity thing, was the depression. There was limited resources in their mind, in their way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we were frightened that there wouldn't be enough. We stored up reserves just in case that time would arrive when there wouldn't be enough. And that fear-based consciousness creates competition in a, in a free market society in mm -hmm. such a way that it begins to literally destroy the very essence of who we are. Mm -hmm. And to be able to restore cooperation as a mindset as a background as a operating system for the mind very mm -hmm. very powerful mm -hmm. and that takes a great deal of stress out of one's life when they have that paradigm shift and perhaps this is not a business concept Typically, we wouldn't think of it as a business concept. But what we find is when we play from a point of business and cooperation, we get things done faster and cheaper. Mm -hmm. So we easier, save time Easier and, and better. It's, a, it's, it's, it's amazing. And it's a lot uh -huh. more fun. It's a lot more fun. <laughs> well. Who said business should be fun? Let's get it. Now it's fun. Isn't it supposed to be cutthroat, dog eat dog? Business is just about making money. Yeah. <laughs> well, as soon as people start to understand it's not about the money, it's about creating value for people. This is the definition of business in my, in my mind. What, you don't have a business unless you have a way, a plan, a, a scheme to create value for other people. 
That's the only thing that is viable in the business world. And I love this concept of, of approaching people with those questions in mind, the ones that you shared, Carol. What is it that you're working on? And what's the next thing that you need mm-hmm. to do that? And then sh- scratching your own head, but also going to your own human treasury mm-hmm. to see, hmm, I wonder if there's anything in my collection that would help to answer that problem. And the better we get at, at doing this, the more prosperous we're going to be. Mm. And, and that's the shift. That's the shift for people. I, I'm going to receive more if I am looking to give more. It's so true. And, and when we tr- are trained to listen, how to make a difference for someone, and then we are trained how to make a request that's specific so someone can get what, exactly what it is we're looking for. Then when you say when they go into that human treasury and they look at all their resources, all the people that they know and the people that they know that they know, we can find whatever it is you're needing. And it's happened so much quicker. And that specificity of request, uh, coupled with listening from how can I make a difference for you, you, we alter the world. And we're apt to alter the way the world does business. One business leader at a time, shifting from that paradigm from competition to cooperation. And it's a movement. From scarcity to abundance. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, there's those two basic paradigms, and you get to choose which one you're going to embrace. Ross, this is really weird because you haven't said anything for a few minutes. I know. <laughs> can you believe it? <laughs> and I can tell Me, that you'd like to. Would you, would you like to chime in on this? You know, I, I loved what you said, the concept of the human treasury. And, you know, I keep coming back to the fact that, you know, I took my son with me and, and, and he had this amazing experience and I had this amazing experience. And if you think about how important it is that we make that that mental shift, that paradigm shift from scarcity to abundance and from competition to cooperation. How important is it to get that into our kids as young as we can, mm-hmm. right? I, I was there with, with lots of grown-up people just like me and even older who, who were going through this experience and seeing their lives change before their eyes as they were working with three or four or 500 people who were all in this, in this way of seeing the world and this way of doing business together. But as I was able to bring my son into that environment, right, a, a lot of people at home said, well, how can you take your kid out of school for a week? Out of school, right? School is sacred. <laughs> Mark Twain said to take him to a business conference, right? Sacred cows. Mm, this One is of my, sounding familiar. Yeah, really. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes from Mark Twain is, um, don't let your schooling get in the way of your education. Oh, good. Right? And so I figured, what better investment could I make in my son's education in, in the things that really matter and this idea that, that you can be and do and have anything you want to be if you're gearing it to make to create value for other people. So uh, we had a tremendous experience and I see that as a way of getting the value of my human treasury, right? And, and all of those people that I was dealing with into him, right? Get it down into the next generation so that they don't have to sort of stumble around through life the way a lot of us have for the first half or so. Mm-hmm. Wow. This, this is reminding me of a number of things that we've already talked about on this show before. Um, I, I, I just made a, a kind of a casual comment about sacred cows. 
and uh, many of you listeners are aware that I had a, a great interview here with Eric Gunderson, who is the author of the book, Killing Sacred Cows. Mm-hmm. And we hold these things sacred in our mind, but, you know, it's, it's like you were saying about uh, Mark Twain's quote, you know, let's not let our schooling get in the way of our education and slay in some of those cows. Garrett also had a term that he coined, or that at least I heard from him first, and that is coopetition. Oh, that's good. Which I kind of like. It just gets you thinking differently. Let's work together and see how we can help each other. We'll be back in just a minute. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. Ever lost your car keys, your iPod, a remote control, or even your wallet? How often do you have to search for things that you lost? At one point in time, you put something somewhere, and now you don't remember where it was. The frustrating aspect of this common annoyance lies in the fact that you yourself can't remember where you put it. There is a new idea that is taking shape with the intention to end this problem. Yasuo Kuniyoshi has created a pair of eyeglasses that records everything you see. By appearances, these glasses are normal prescription glasses. But when you lose something, you no longer have to search for it. You just push rewind on your video glasses and watch for the missing items. But that is not all. These glasses have intelligent software that allows them to remember objects. You can look at your wallet with your glasses and say, wallet. The software will remember that this is your wallet and if you ever need to find your wallet you simply say to the glasses when did I last see my wallet? They will go back in the video recordings and show you the last time you saw your wallet. Congratulations Yasuo Kuniyoshi on a visionary idea. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com with the World of Ideas Report. I've got a great idea. Wouldn't you like to know? You probably can't. If you live in the Utah County area, and if you like what you hear on this show, then this opportunity is for you. I am hosting a weekly mastermind group called Paradigm Insurance every Wednesday from 4 to 5.30 at my office in Orem. Call Eric at 801-226-7544. Register. We prefer an abundant atmosphere, so please wipe your mind before entering. That number again, 801-226-7544. So we're just having all kinds of fun at Live On Purpose Radio here today. And while y'all were listening to the, to the ads... We were having all kinds of discussion here, and I want to give my son, Ryan, a chance to sound off for just a minute. He sits over here behind the control board, but you know what? His brain is clicking Yeah, I can tell. on a lot of things. And Ryan, <laughs> you had a few thoughts during the break that I would love to have you share. Will you make your way over to a mic? 
There's one right there. Ross All is going right. to share that mic. Okay. Just share what you were thinking because you had a great thought. I, I, I appreciated what you said. Go oh, ahead. Thank you. Um, we were talking about, I, you mentioned the death of your grandpa. This is my great grandpa. Um, and Yeah, you're related to him too, aren't you? Oh, very well. Uh, actually, through a couple of different ways. Funny. <laughs> That's a longer story. <laughs> long, yeah, we don't I, want to get into that. I, <laughs> I am my own fourth cousin. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Okay, um, go ahead. And then Ross mentioned something. He, he was talking about how he brought his son to CEO space. And passing this, uh, these ideas onto the next generation so that it, it kind of can proliferate. Um, mm-hmm. And it kind of reminded me of something. I have, I'm an Eagle Scout, um, mm-hmm. and I have something very cool where I'm the first great grandchild in that line to get a to be an eagle. I'm also the first grandchild. And so there's kind of a legacy now associated with my eagle mm-hmm. or at least mm-hmm. in my eyes. And so now when my son, when I have one and he becomes an eagle, he can say, "Look, I have an my dad is an eagle and then my grandpa's an eagle." My great grandpa's an eagle, mm-hmm. and my great great grandpa's an eagle, and it can go all the way up, and he can see that, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool because now then it has a legacy, and that idea has more worth, and mm-hmm. it appreciates, kind of like a diamond or a house would appreciate that it has this initial value, because anyone will say that an eagle is a valuable thing to have. Mm-hmm. It's very valuable, both monetary, uh, has monetary value, it has, you know, mm-hmm. social value, mm-hmm. and all of these different types of values, and those are appreciating as they're getting this legacy from pe- being passed on uh, down through the years. And I was thinking that that is just a great idea for these, uh, this whole principle that we're mm-hmm. talking about today. To- I, I agree so much with what you're saying, Ryan, because things gain value as they are shared, and particularly as they're shared with people who are really important to you. Mm-hmm. I was excited, Ross, when I'd heard that, uh, that you were taking Colin to this, to this event. I thought, wow, that is going to create some tremendous value for him. Mm-hmm. And not too long ago. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan's been well, on the welcome. mic before. <laughs> we had a Once. show with him and a couple of his... <laughs> couple of his buddies. Yeah. We're talking about what teenagers think. <laughs> a fascinating show. But thank you for sharing that. I yeah, was... Um, uh, oh, now I've, I've just derailed my own thought about where I was going with that. Oh, oh, I was remembering a lunch uh, that I had with one of my associates. I was doing uh, one of my personal coaching sessions down in Santa Monica, California. This was probably uh, four or five months ago. And I was having lunch with a gentleman who was very successful in his businesses and everything else. And, and he was recalling, well, there was, another, there was another man having lunch with us who was sharing something that he had done with his son recently, his five-year-old son. And this older gentleman was almost tearfully explaining that he had just changed that boy's life through this, this commitment to having that relationship and sharing with him some important things. And as I learned more about the context, this gentleman had had recently, or it may have been a couple of years ago, but his own son had passed away at a very young age, and he was carrying around all of these regrets about not having done that. And so I'm looking at that, Ross, and I'm thinking, good for you. 
Well, Thank thanks. you for doing that because that that sharing event in your life with Colin will change his life. It will be one of those transformational experiences, and you did it on purpose. I, I think that's true, and I'm I'm all of a sudden kicking myself for not thinking to bring him in studio today. I mean, that would have been really fun since uh, since Ryan got to be on. I should. It's not too late. We can do something. <laughs> like that Maybe we can get him on the phone. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the things too, though, I would I would love to to bring out to the listeners and highlight for them is this idea, you know, we've been talking about competition versus cooperation. And one of the things that I really like to teach my clients as part of Creation Tree Coaching and, and Balanced Executive International, something that I've really identified that, that has, has been a direct outshoot of my training at CEO Space is the idea that your family doesn't have to be in competition with your business for your time mm. and attention. Right. That's an idea we have in our head from the idea that, that time is scarce. Mm-hmm. And and the work that we do with busy executives in helping them sort of re, sort of reestablish their key relationships and their families and with others. Right. Mm-hmm. Is all about this thing where they they they're passionate about the work that they do in their business and the value they create there. And they feel like it takes 20 hours a day. Right. And so they have very little left over from the for themselves and for their families and their key relationships. But mm-hmm. but what I've been been able to f- help figure out how to do and help show people is that there are ways that we can integrate our, our business life with our family life and and have our families working in cooperation with our business and our business working in cooperation with our in cooperation with our family rather than in competition. And mm-hmm. me being able to take Colin to, to the forum for a week. To, in my mind was a great example of that because I was able to involve him in what I was doing for my business. Hmm. And by so doing, he, he, he benefited in so many ways. He, he learned about business. He got to spend time with me. I got to spend time with him. Um, we, we did both two things at the same time and both mm-hmm. were strengthened because of it. It's, it's synergy mm-hmm. between family and business. Can, can I share a little bit on that? Please. I had a thought that uh, when we look at business and we look at family and we put them together in a dance and we play from a place position of dancing with each other so that we have to play and flow in cooperation. If we're competing, we can't dance where mm-hmm. each one's trying to lead. And if there's a, a nice balance and a flow that occurs from that dynamic, we can have it all. We can have the business. We can have the family. We can have the recreation, the extraordinary lives when we can dance with each other. Mm-hmm. And if we can dance with business leaders and we can dance with politicians and we can dance with world leaders, mm-hmm. we can have an extraordinary place to hang out here on, we call earth. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be just the most fun and to dance around all of it. It just came to me the other night. So clearly I says, when I stop dancing, I get significant and serious. I get stiff and oh. without movement in the moment. I'm willing to give that up. And just be in the flow and in the rhythm of, of life, the rhythm of business, all of that. It's an extremely fun place to hang. Mm. That has all of the images of moving with instead of against. Mm-hmm. And uh, creating something that's beautiful instead of something that's chaotic. Mm-hmm. Those yeah, are that's great images. I, uh, I, as you sp- spoke... You know, it's very important that when we stand in a business dynamic or any place in our lives, we want to know what we're standing for. It's mm-hmm. so vital to know what we're standing for and have our energies going toward that. 
instead of having our energies going against what we don't want. We can stand mm-hmm. against something, but then we're stuck there. Mm-hmm. And we're, mm-hmm. we're limited in what's possible. The moment we can let go of that, energy is available to move and create what we want. And standing mm-hmm. for that and moving for that, speaking for that, creates, creates the dynamics we call life. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what this is for. The, every one of us have gifts and talents buried inside of us. And some, of us, some are less buried than others. Some are manifesting. But whatever it may be, that willingness to actually set it forth and, and launch it into the world. I mean, that's where the joy mm-hmm. and the happiness is coming from. And that's what I've, I've really been reacting to, um, ha- having come back now from my second forum at CEO Space. The, the first time I, I went by myself and I, was, I did some great stuff with business and it was, it was really helpful. Um, but this time, having involved my, my son and, and my family in the process, right, it was a whole different experience because there was the, a whole different dynamic. And, and the dynamic of having my, my son there um, in the business space, um, help me understand that the CEO space and, and all of these principles of scarcity and abundance and, and live on purpose, it's all about life, right? Um, CEO space isn't just about the business of being a CEO, right? It's about, it's about your life and how to work in cooperation for your whole life. And, and why not involve your family in it? To me, it just makes so much sense. I'm I'm agreeing and really resonating with that, Ross, because what I was thinking as we were having this discussion is what if we could create the family space, you know, where... I'm working on it. It's all the same, and we are working on that. That's true. In fact, you kind of um, mentioned also this new brand that is evolving from what we've already started with Creation Tree Coaching, and we call it Balanced Executive International, which is taking these highly successful people, at least in terms of one measure, and that is their business success, and helping them to get to a place where they they have the space or they have the, the resources immediately available to them to be thriving in every aspect of their life. And I, I don't really think it's in our best interest in our world to create a bunch of miserable wealthy people, you know, <laughs> at least in terms of dollars. Um, true wealth comes in many other ways, and there are so many contexts that are so much more important. Well, and if you really want to create value in the world, right, we've, we've got this, this beautiful emblem and logo of, of a tree with this healthy, vital root system, right? And if you imagine the, the tree, the, the trunk and the branches and the leaves and the fruit being your business and, and, and the life that you live to create value for other people in the marketplace, you think about how, how healthy can that tree be? How much can it actually do? How big can it grow if the root system underneath it, right, the family and, the, and those key relationships are not healthy and if they don't go deep and if they're not solid and strong a tree like that a tree can grow to be enormous and put out all kinds of valuable fruit if you're properly nourishing and taking care of those roots helping them go deep and strong so at at balanced executive international we're we're talking about strengthening your roots so that you can strengthen your your branches and your fruit right um about having thriving families and a flourishing business helping people hyper grow their, their business at the same time that they really help their family to thrive. That's where the meaning is for people. I did a show just a couple of weeks ago about family, the most important thing in the world. 
with a psychologist colleague of mine, Dr. Randy Hyde, and we've both found that without exception, that is the number one thing that brings joy and value to people. This is Ross Kellen Moore of Creation Tree Coaching, and I've got two questions for you. Who are you? What do you want? You see, I've figured out that you and I can absolutely create anything that we really want. But to do that, we've got to be absolutely clear on who we really are and what we really want. So what do you want? More financial abundance? More fulfilling relationships? A higher level of health and fitness? How about finding your work that allows you to create massive value for others in the way that you love most? Welcome to Creation Tree Coaching. We are the world's premier provider of abundance, education, and resources. We are here to help you create the life you really love. Begin now at creationtreecoaching.com. Check out our live teleseminar classes and podcasts. Get to know our coaches and schedule a coaching session. Explore training for your business and employees. Welcome to Creation Tree Coaching and a whole new world that you create on purpose. If the pile of books you want to read is growing faster than the pile you have read, then Abundant Reading Systems can help you. After taking Abundant Reading Systems course, I dramatically increased my ability to expand my knowledge in a much more efficient way. My fastest test today was in 7,000 words per minute. I highly recommend this program from what I've seen it do for other people who've been through the entire program and from what I've seen in myself today. I've teamed up with Abundant Reading Systems to offer a single day intensive speed reading workshop that will at least double your reading speed, guaranteed. This belief started to grow inside of me that I thought, oh, I can really do this. I can read you know, as fast as I let myself read and uh, ended up doubling my time, my speed reading time, which was really good. This is David Hinton, founder of Abundant Reading Systems. I want to personally invite you to join us for our next event. Visit AbundantReadingSystems.com now. Abundant Reading Systems, reading at the speed of imagination. And when you laugh, be sure to laugh out loud, because it will carry all your cares away. All right, we're down to our last segment. So we're going to have to say something useful here for people to take home. Actually, I'm joking about that because what we've already talked about is powerful. If you'll really grasp this, if you'll really start to get this idea that cooperation is what it's all about, and if you go out there with the intention to figure out what it is that other people are wanting and needing and looking for, and then provide that to them. You know, this brings... To mind another really cool image that, that we may have mentioned before, but it bears repeating, and it has to do with the bathroom key. And Ross is chuckling because he knows exactly what I'm talking about here. In fact, would you like to share that? I'd, I'd love to. The, the, the concept of the bathroom key has been constantly going through my mind, particularly at the last forum. Um, and, and for Robert and Yeah, Carol, bring us up to date. Yeah, the, they don't know what the bathroom they key is. They look a little puzzled. Go ahead and share in, that. In the book, The Jackrabbit Factor by our friend Leslie Householder. She gives an analogy of, of being like a, a 7-Eleven owner, right? 
and having a bathroom key on a, on a key ring and people needing to come up and ask for the bathroom key to be able to use the restroom. And she says, now, if you're the owner of the place or you're working there, you don't stand at the door and try to give the bathroom key to everybody who comes through the door and say, here, here's, here's the bathroom key. You really, really want this, right? Like this is extraordinarily valuable and you need this. Here, take it. Please. Take it. <laughs> take it. It's only four ninety five. <laughs> people <And then> insisting. <laughs> when when but the key is this, right? When people need the bathroom key, when people are ready for the bathroom key, they will come and find you, right? They will identify that they will raise their hands and they'll identify identify themselves. So if we if we relate this to business, right? Uh, a lot of entrepreneurs um, get stuck in the mode of of wanting to to provide their service or their product to everybody in the world. And, and they get in the habit of wanting to give it, give it, give it, give it, give it, and, and sort of ram it down people's throats. But people don't really like to be sold to, but they like to buy, right? If you think about that for a second, people like to buy, but they don't like to be sold to. So if we think about marketing and we think about everything that we do in our lives with, with how we live in the law of attraction, if we are doing what we love and we are creating that value and we are making it available, and we're, we're, we're getting the word out that it is available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't have to try and ram what we have down people's throats because the people who are ready for it will find it and will, will, be, will want it and will take it off your hands as rapidly as you can provide it. But the people who aren't, aren't in with, down with that, you know, the people who aren't, aren't ready for mm-hmm. it or don't, feel like they don't need it. Has it, no meaning for them. And you don't want to waste your time. So like with the bathroom key, they know that they want it. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to convince them. Mm-mm. They already know that they want it. In fact, and there's little signs you can look for. You they know? may be doing a little dance. They may be. <laughs> and so the whole key, I love that analogy because as entrepreneurs and as people who are out there trying to create value in this world, you make it available. But this is what I like about those questions too, Carol, because if, if you're out there interviewing someone or you encounter anyone out there in the world, you don't know what they're looking for Mm-mm. until you do a little diligence first. Mm-hmm. And it's, here's another image that I've liked. Let's say that you have a hard time seeing things, okay? Your eyes aren't functioning quite the way you want them to, so you go to the eye doctor. And you say, Doc, I can't quite see properly. And so he takes off his glasses. He says, oh, here. You know, try these. They helped me. <laughs> you got to do a little more diligence than that. You can't just assume that whatever's working for you is going to work for somebody else. But understanding that that they already have a sense of what it is that they want. And all you have to do is either make it available to them or help them figure out from from the human treasury that you have whether they can get that through you, uh, either directly or by referral. And it's all about helping them to fulfill what it is that they're looking for. And you become a valuable resource to people when you're willing to do that. Yeah, that's totally been my experience. Um, when, I, when I speak with people about CEO space, I let them know that I don't really believe that it's for everyone. I would love for everyone to have the experience, but I don't believe that it's a fit for everyone. And what I've noticed is that... Um, People do. They come and look for me after the meeting, and they let me know that this is something that they've been actually looking for, thinking that maybe they had to create all by themselves. And they're so happy to find out that it's already been created. It's been 20 years in running successfully. It's you know produced thousands of 
amazing business uh, entrepreneurs and a uh, great deal, very many success stories. And well, some it, that would be recognizable. I'm wondering if we want to mention any of them. I missed the whole point of where you're going with that. I'm sorry. I had an oh, idea. You had another idea and I just stories. did. What were you going to say? Oh, well, I, well, in terms of success stories, I was I just wanted to, to sort of honor Carol and Robert by, by pointing out to our listeners that at the recent forum, they were actually honored with an award for being the presidents of, of the number one CEO space club in the oh. world, you know? <laughs> and so Carol's approach here, when she talks about understanding that it's not a fit for everyone and that you, it doesn't have to be a hard sale, no, she no, doesn't no. have to try to pressure anybody, but she can no. make it available you get and the help people see idea. the value, right? Mm-hmm. And one of, the th- one of the key things that I've learned from my CEO space experience that has just been so valuable is that it is the clarity and the, of our language right? Mm-hmm. That is the single most powerful thing we have that is standing between us and our dream is our language. Mm-hmm. So if we can get really good and CEO space trains you at this, at how to be very good and compelling with the language of what you're doing and what you're looking for next and what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. they, I think Robert and Carol do that. And, and that's why they, they have so many people that work with them and, the, and they're mm-hmm. number one in the world. You know, I, if I can just add something into that, um, a year ago, this last March, uh, we made a commitment, Robert and I made a pledge actually, to be producers in the world rather than consumers. We were in a conversation about distinguishing those two uh, under Garrett Gunderson's program, The Producer Revolution. And as we made that distinction, uh, I mean that pledge to one another and to the to the other members of the group, um, we started to see our role in a much different way, one of you know offering and sharing and uh, sharing in a way that people have the opportunity to choose for themselves based on if they see an opportunity for themselves or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very interesting because within four months we were listed as the top producers for CEO space and we've been top producers ever since. I wish I had an applause <laughs> button. Yeah, really. <laughs> Maybe Ryan can edit that. Yay! There we go. You know what? There's other success stories. I, I kind of joked earlier about, you know, it sounds like we're turning into an infomercial for CEO <laughs> space. But you know what? Here's the thing. What you're saying is exactly right. You don't insist that someone take the bathroom key. You just let them know that uh-huh. it's there and they will see the value for themselves. Mm-hmm. And if that's what they're looking for, they're going to grab it up and you don't even have to convince them. But there's a few things that, that I think bear some highlighting. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already familiar with a little thing called the World of Ideas Report. And uh, Shay Larson puts this together. He's uh, he's affiliated with CEO Space as well. That's right. Yes, he's one of our members. And uh, he has found that this is a goldmine for him. He's the idea man. He mm-hmm. loves ideas. And so he goes out and he finds these great ideas to highlight on the World of Ideas Report. And I did an interview with Shay on one of these shows, too. So you can go back and listen to that if you want to get more familiar with him. Any of the things that he highlights, he found at CEO Space. So, Ross, you were sharing one with me just earlier this week on sticky sheets. <laughs> yeah, I love sticky sheets. Okay, and this is like taking the pet market by storm. It's just a big piece of tape. It's big enough that you can hit your couch like twice with it and all the dog hair's gone. That's right. Instead of this tedious rolling that you used to have to do. Well, the guy who invented the sticky sheets, Shay became familiar with through CEO space. Um, some of you are familiar with the chicken soup for the soul and a series of books that has come out of that. 
the creators of that affiliated with CEO space. Okay, and so this is, I, I'm just sharing this to give you a sense of what kind of an environment is fostered when people come together with a common paradigm mm -hmm. of cooperation versus competition, of creating for each other a space where they can thrive in what they're doing. And like the seed or like the acorn, bringing to the immediate surroundings everything that is necessary in order to build that oak tree and having it immediately available. So is it an infomercial? I don't know. We're just trying to share with you some <laughs> ideas that are powerful. And I, we only have a few minutes left. And I do want to give people a way to get connected with you. I'm looking over at the Popes right now because mm -hmm. they know where to find you, Ross. You're at creationtreecoaching.com. And keep your eyes open for Balanced Executive International. Because that's some exciting Dot stuff, com. some exciting technology that we're bringing to the business world that's just going to be powerful. Take a few minutes, will you, Carol and Robert, to just share how people can get connected with you if they like that bathroom key. Yeah. Well, we actually offer a super networking event every Wednesday night at in Sandy at the Horizon Financial Building, which is uh, about 9890 South on 300 West. It's that frontage road that's just west of the I-15 freeway. That's here in Salt Lake City area. So that's for, uh, for our Utah listeners. Mm -hmm. That's where they could get mm -hmm. a direct experience mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. From um, 7 till 9 Okay. generally why we're there. Um, do you have a website or we something do. where people can... We do. We're actually in you. construction. We're upgrading, and uh, it's going to oh, be okay. phenomenal in, in a little while. But right now, they can still go to ceospaceutah.net and at least get the... Uh, information and the addresses mm -hmm. are our contact information okay. and they're also welcome to go to the global website which is ceospace.net uh, and they can you know okay. click on some videos some of the testimonials there i think there are about a hundred videos that they could so <laughs> for some of listen. our listeners who live outside of utah mm -hmm. who may want to get connected they have an opportunity to do this as well oh, I think yes yes robert you mentioned it's an international community mm -hmm. That we're talking about. Yeah, we have we have clubs outside of the United States now, and mm -hmm. we're looking to continue to grow those clubs uh, in our in our in our international market. And so, if over the next few years, just kind of pay attention and see what pops up. You may be in a community That's that uh, actually, where if you are someone who may even want to take on a leadership position, and you're someone who knows how to connect people and make a difference in business, we're also looking for additional club presidents and emerging markets. Mm -hmm. This is uh, an extraordinary organization to play with uh, because you're getting extraordinary coaching and mentoring from the top. And you're also getting an opportunity to play with other club presidents and learn and grow from their experience. So nobody has to do this alone. We are in this in a cooperative mm. way. And that's very, very useful. Um, anyone who is interested and you maybe want to talk to us personally, again, Carol said you can find our contact information on our website. That's the CEO space, Utah.net website and please feel free to contact mm -hmm. us at any time well thank you so much and let them know you heard about it on liveonpurposeradio.com yeah, absolutely spread the word about that too we want to get this out to as many people as we can carol robert and ross thank you so much this has been a lot of fun it's been I'll, our pleasure it thank has you. been fun it's always Very a pleasure paul <laughs> we're going to turn you guys loose for now but everybody go out there and live on purpose create some light in this world and look for ways to bless the lives of other people. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next time. Woo!